0: What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the first ever episode of Hawk Sense brought to you by Red Hawk Media. I'm your host, Alex Nicolau. And since this is the first episode, let me explain what this podcast will be about exactly. So a little bit about me. Like I said, my name is Alex Nicolau. I graduated from Lake Central High School, and I am a sophomore here at IUN majoring in communications with an interest in becoming a producer of sorts. And if all things go well, hopefully I will land a job at Marvel Studios as a producer. I absolutely love comic books and just superheroes in general. I have loved Spider-Man since the i can't even remember i really can't even remember but this podcast is basically all about superheroes movies games shows comics and anything else that is really going on in the superhero community i will be talking about and since this is kind of like the pilot episode air quotes uh things could change like i think i might be asking around for guests co-hosts and this whole thing might take a 360 we don't know what's going on yet but for right now it's just me and you so without further ado let's go So guys, let's talk about Shang-Chi. I absolutely love this movie. It was such a great movie. If you guys haven't seen it yet, and if you're debating on whether or not you want to go see it, Yes, go see it. Just, just go see it. It's such a great movie. I think it was one of the best origin films we have in the MCU. People thought it wasn't going to be integrated well inside the MCU. I thought it was integrated very well inside the MCU. There was a bunch of different cameos and different... Just little like things that linked to the MCU that made it really feel like a Marvel movie. The music was amazing. The graphics were great. And I think it has some of the best action and fighting scenes since Captain America The Winter Soldier. But besides the, my review and what I think about the movie... At the box office, it is absolutely killing it, and it is still killing it just a few weeks after its release. The weekend of release, which was Labor Day weekend, it made over $90 million in the box office, and as of right now, it has surpassed $300 million in the box office, which is absolutely amazing and it absolutely deserves that. And that saved so many titles like Venom Let There Be Carnage, Eternals, and Spider-Man No Way Home. Speaking of Venom, the success of Shang-Chi actually made Sony move up the release date to October 1st. So. It was originally set to premiere on October 15th, but it was sharing a release date with Halloween Kills, so it's kind of a smarter move that they moved it up even though we've been waiting for this movie for such a long time but yeah it's releasing now on october 1st i already got my ticket i hope you guys did too because the next episode of hawk sense is going to be my review on venom let there be carnage the official runtime of the film is 97 minutes which is a lot shorter than the first movie the first movie was two hours and 20 minutes but venom was barely in the first movie and there was a lot less cgi in the first movie and i bet there's going to be a lot more in this movie so Maybe this is a good thing. Maybe instead of you know having this lengthy story that we had in Venom 1 that a lot of people didn't go to the theater to see, maybe we're going to see more symbiotes and more of an actual story of Venom and Carnage, which I, I'm, I'm very excited for. Those two characters are like... Maximum Carnage one of my favorite comic book storylines of all time, so I'm very excited for this movie. Uh, there was an early showing in the UK where Tom Hardy and Andy Serkis premiered one, and Tom Hardy said... Whatever you see in this end credit scene, don't go to Twitter. It stays in here. So I had to put a time limit on my Twitter because this leak was going around of the post credit scene, and I just did not want to see it. I want I want to be surprised. So I'm very I'm very excited for it because people were saying they were freaking out about it, and people were saying the movie is actually just very good, which I'm very excited for. I love Carnage. I think Woody Harrelson is gonna kill it as Cletus Cassidy. But if you guys remember, Andy Circus made some comments saying everything will be cleared up at the end of Venom. And he's probably speaking about the Morbius trailer that we saw Michael Keaton's Vulture. And then we saw that graffiti on the wall of Toby Maguire's Spider-Man suit saying murderer on it. And we thought it was supposed to be Tom Holland's Spider-Man, but hopefully it will be cleared up at the end of Venom. Just there's no doubt it's all connected, but we just don't know how yet. But moving away from Marvel for a second DC Fandom is coming soon. If you guys don't know what DC Fandom is, it's basically a live stream panel that DC has and they have like announcements they have trailers, teasers and all this kind of good stuff with all their uh, media that they put out like comics movies shows and games so that's coming on october 16th if you guys want to learn more go to dccomics.com and we will be covering it after that has premiered now moving back to marvel the final trailer drop for eternals and i think it looks amazing i'm so excited for that from someone who actually has read the eternals comics i'm very excited for this movie but i feel like people who haven't read and more just casual viewers they probably have similar feelings to it as they did with Shang-Chi. But I think this is going to be awesome with all the new characters. And it just brings like such a different realm of possibilities that we have in the MCU. It's like a whole new branch of like stories that we can tell so i will be making a podcast dedicated to the eternals for more casual moviegoers so you can understand the characters and the dynamics and all that kind of stuff once we get closer to that release date of the movie we also got some really exciting video game news these past few weeks we'll talk about some of the more dc games after dc fandom because we'll probably get more news about those but at playstation showcase a few weeks back we got some Two pretty big Marvel games coming out that I'm very excited for. Insomniac Games has been hard at work on two new games. One being Wolverine. I did not expect this whatsoever. It's most likely going to be M-rated. And like I said, it's going to be made by Insomniac Games, which has made marvel spider-man and marvel spider-man miles morales which are amazing games is going to be exclusive to ps5 consoles and we don't know any other details about release story actors but we do know that it is most likely going to be in the same universe as marvel spider-man so this is broadening the marvel universe for insomniac which i'm very excited for and here's the big one, guys. Marvel's Spider-Man 2 is coming out in 2023. It's, it's far, but Tony Todd, who's voicing Venom, guys, the Candyman is voicing Venom, said this game is absolutely massive, which it, it gets me so excited. We do know that Miles and Peter will both be playable. A lot of people were going to say it's co-op, but it's not co-op. Um, thank God, actually, I did not want it to be a co-op. The character is affected by the storyline where you would play as Peter Parker Spider-Man and then you would play as MJ and Miles in some missions. So basically, however the story goes, it will affect the character you play as. And this begs the question, guys, is Venom going to be playable? We've had Venom playable in a few games before and Tony Todd said this game is absolutely massive. So, <laughs> I'm getting so like excited because what if Venom is playable? That would be absolutely nuts. But besides that, both Miles and Peter looked like they had gotten some upgrades. Peter has iron arms and they look like they might be programmable matter from the underground. And then Miles now has both yellow and blue bioelectricity. In the first game, he only had yellow. But I think people are saying that blue is like probably because he consumed all that new form at the end of Spider-Man Miles Morales, which makes a lot of sense. But both are cost- Costumes as well both their suits got upgrades look at side-by-side pictures of them and you'll see the upgrades very clearly so some of the villains that are going to be in the game we obviously saw at the end venom like i said he's being voiced by the candy man tony todd very excited for that but it's a little different it's not eddie brock It's Harry Osborn. We've only seen that a couple of times. We saw it in Disney XD's cartoon Ultimate Spider-Man, and we'll see what happens. I think it's going to be all right. But uh, the post credit scene in both games obviously leads us to believe that Harry Osborn is Venom. And throughout the trailer, you can actually hear the voice of Kraven the Hunter, which is very unexpected. And he's saying things along the lines of, I've been waiting all my life to find an equal, which is interesting. And I'm very excited because it looks like they'll be trying to take on an interpretation of the comic book Kraven's Last Hunt, which is a very good comic book. And I would 100% recommend you guys go and read. But some other villains that could appear could be Kraven's cousin, the chameleon, who was already mentioned in the first game in a side mission called spider man where some random guy was dressing up like Spider-Man fighting crimes and you know, Spider-Man figured out that someone was impersonating him, so we thought it was the chameleon, so we tried to track him down and all that, but it wasn't the chameleon. So we know that Spider-Man has already fought the chameleon before, so maybe a chameleon told Craven about Spider-Man and to kill him and whatnot. So we'll see when we get more news on the villains of this game. Kurt Connors was also in the post credit scene of Marvel Spider-Man, Miles Morales, and we also already know that he's been the loser before from a backpack Easter egg from the first game, so he will most likely also be in the new Spider-Man game. Unfortunately, Green Goblin will not be in this game, which it kind of makes sense. They have Venom, which is already a huge Spider-Man villain, so maybe they'll save the other big Spider-Man villain for the next game, which is okay. They're, they're you know leaving options open for new games, which I'm very excited for, but... just green goblin is my favorite supervillain of all time guys and i i really want to see him an insomniac version oh my gosh i'm so excited to that but yes this will be exclusive to ps5 and i really hope there won't be a custom ps5 because i might throw myself off the roof if there was guys i went through such great lengths to even get a ps5 i bought spider-man miles morales and it was sitting on my shelf for like months and months, because I didn't have a PS5. I slept outside of Walmart for two nights. I slept outside of Target for one night, and I finally got it through my cousin's friend's friend for a hundred bucks over retail price. So at least I finally got one, right? Moving on, something else I'm very, very excited for is the new Hawkeye Disney Plus series. The trailer finally dropped, and it looks absolutely amazing. One thing I have to say is stop the Hawkeye hate. He deserves none of the hate that you guys give him, whatsoever but this is dropping on disney plus november 24th and they look like it's been working on this for quite some time i've seen set photos like from last last summer most likely right and it looks amazing i can't wait i love the christmas vibe to it i think it's gonna be very good and it's gonna turn a lot of heads for hawkeye haters and our last topic here is the thing i'm most excited for and i bet a lot of you guys are most excited for spider-man no way home now luckily it is still releasing on december 17th Thank God, uh, leaks are still coming and coming. Andrew Garfield was caught in 4K, not just 4K, in 8K. There's an 8K video of him on the set of Spider-Man in his Spider suit from The Amazing Spider-Man 2, talking to Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, and there's no audio to the video whatsoever, which I don't know how, but um, people were trying to see what he was saying, and the things that. They thought he was saying was like, so you have like web blood because you know he was talking to Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man, and Tobey Maguire has organic webbing and not web shooters. Another phrase was, so what if I'm not saying like, so what if I'm not the Spider-Man from this universe? And the last one, so there's no way back because people were saying that Andrew Garfield might stick in the MCU as the MCU Scarlet Spider. I'm not so sure about that. We'll have to see at the end of Spider-Man No Way Home but in all honesty, I'm just, I'm kind of tired of the leaks. You know, we got the trailer. We know that Toby and Andrew are in the movie. Like there's no way they're not. I think we should just wait a couple more months until, you know, the movie actually comes. I know we're all excited and we're all like anticipating and we're all on the edge of our chairs, but come on, let's just wait a few more months, guys. And the last thing we're going to be talking about here is the question that still remains, who is that sixth member of the multiversal Sinister Six? We already know we have Green Goblin from Spider-Man 1. We have Doc Ock from Spider-Man 2. We have Sandman from Spider-Man 3. We have the Lizard from the Amazing Spider-Man. And we have Electro from the Amazing Spider-Man 2. But we still not know who is that sixth member. It could be someone from the old movies. It could be someone completely unrelated and someone we've never seen before. I think it's very unlikely we going to be seeing someone like Venom in this movie because we do know now with this new Sony and Disney deal, that the Sony movies are now canon to the MCU. So I don't think there is going to be any MCU-related Spider-Man villains in the multiversal Sinister Six. So I don't think Vulture or even Mysterio are going to be a part of this as well. Scorpion, I think, I'm, I'm not sure. I don't think so. I think they're going to save that for a later movie. And then there's this theory, though. The best theory that I think has come out of this movie, where in an alternate universe, Ned becomes a hobgoblin, so Peter will be forced to fight his best friend. I don't know. I think that's a really cool theory that's going around right now. And honestly, I think that'd be better for an actual movie than, you know, just a part of a movie. But let me know what you guys think. Well, I think that about covers it for the first episode, everyone. Let me know what you guys think. And if you have any questions about Red Hawk Media and maybe want to get involved, you can contact Patrick Johnson at patmjohn at iu.edu for more information. But if you guys have any questions for me, I will be trying to create a Hawksense Twitter account. But for now, you can reach me through my email, alexnic at iu.edu. So I think that about covers it for everything, guys. Thank you guys so much for listening, and I'll see you guys later. Bye.